wish you would be more offensive about paranormal. I don't like light. It's a bit naughty. I don't believe that it's all real. I love you guys. It's actually the most played podcast. You can't choose between life and death when we deal with what is in between. Now tell her before it's too late. Run to the light, baby! I have seen a ghost in my life. It would be more offensive about paranormal because that's what we do best. Welcome to Graveyard Shift, the podcast from Shift Films. I'm Frankie Campbelletta. And I'm Jeremy David King. Welcome back to the Graveyard Show. This is the Graveyard Shift. I'm your host, Philip. Terrible teeth, Danny. I can actually hear your bad teeth. In I your can talking. actually see how terrible your teeth look. Uh, through the radio. Through the radio? I, I can know hear you got a bit of a snaggle to. It's uh, just hanging on to your bottom lip. I swear, it's uh, it, it's meth. It's the shittiest. It's just meth. The breath. It's just so bad. It's just like bad tea. That's why I don't wear the COVID mask. It's, it's just in the I'm just dealing with this. COVID couldn't affect you, tooth. mate. Your breath is so fucking bad. The fucking virus would die before it got in your mouth. Oh, uh, the the mask just rots off my face. Jesus, H. Christopher, and Columbus. <laughs> Jesus H. Christopher Robin. <laughs> You've got a whole hundred acre wood in that mouth of yours. Oh, it's there's no wood. So, do you wake yourself up without breath? Oh, yeah. It smells like somebody shit my mouth. Welcome back to Great Rest. I'm your host, Frankie Campbell, and with me as always is Jeremy David to the ninth power <laughs> king. So mature. Uh, and while we mouth. have him with us, Fabian Rodriguez, for our third episode with Fabian Rodriguez. Who? Who's this fucking guy? Fabian Rodriguez. His breath ain't as bad as mine. <laughs> That's for sure. It sounds like somebody put an eye. <laughs> Oi. ¿Qué está pasando aquí? Con todo que como mi media con el inglés aquí. Está feo, somebody throw a fart. Who throw a fart? I'm not even sure. I'm not. It, 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 when you speak like that, it all runs together so much. It just sounds like you're making noises to And me. you just sounded like a racist. I'm, I'm going to be quite honest. Even Cubans think that. <laughs> Cubans invent so many fucking words. Prasalo. Prasalo doesn't mean anything. What, it, what, it, what, it, what it, maybe you could explain me? But they'll fucking break every sentence. Prosado, what? What? Did you just order carne asada, or did you just say prosada? What the fuck is that? Gueta does not mean anything. Brochute. That's Italian, you fuck. Yeah. The, yeah what about mook. mozzarella? Mook. Mozzarella. Where's the rest fucking, of the fucking word? This guy over here is such a fucking cup of foots. I swear, fucking guy. <laughs> I'm surrounded by a fucking Viking and an Italian. <laughs> we had we had enough political talk. We um are supporting Black Lives Matter, you know, and, and George Floyd. We're sorry and condolences go out to his family. Hopefully there'll be a swift resolve with all of this that's occurring in the last couple of weeks here. But tonight we decided to actually switch focus and, and focus back. We felt that we needed to do something political and state where we are because everybody knows us now as libertarians. We're gun-toting libertarians. We're, we're vets. Right, vets are gun. on the fucking show. There's people here that fought for our country. Um, I, I mostly cut the grass and 
clean the houses and shit. Exactly. <laughs> With a saw. We appreciate God. your service and, 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 and cleaning abilities. You got your tax dollars at work. <laughs> That's right. So tonight, we shift back to the paranormal. The paranormers. Jeremy David King, are you on this podcast? They just called me in here. I can only say a brief minute. <laughs> I'm only here for a brief minute. How's Sarah? How's Sarah doing? Sarah's doing good, Jimbo. Sir. How you doing, sir? I'm 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 well. The world is in complete chaos. There's people that just can't come together. They can't love each other as humans. Live, live exactly, and, and they just they don't. <laughs> They don't understand that the energies around them that surround them is love, and they just got to kind of reach out to it. And they just don't. They don't miss Jeremy David King. Well, we've missed you, Jimbo. You know, it's been a very interesting year. I had to put mask on all my ducks, and so it was very hard to get a little mask around my duck beaks. So you've been, you've been going around feeding the ducks? <laughs> <laughs> Distribute a little free literature. <laughs> oh. Anyway, guys, that was uh, Jimbo oh Jimbo Salazar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Oh shit! I hope you guys said. are laughing with us. Uh, and your COVID quarantine refuge. I don't know what the fuck is happening. The world, this 2020 is a fucking dumpster fire. Did you hear there's now a meteor the size of like New York City coming? <laughs> Please hit us. <laughs> I've never wanted this thing to hit us so bad. Like, just fucking wipe us out. Just do it. <laughs> just fucking end it, man. I feel like I'm in a shitty war film. Just do it, Mickey. Just do it. <laughs> just, I mean, it's, it's like, what's next? I don't you know. Squirrels know. with machine guns. Oh, fucking gators. We're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we got the U.S. military on it. And it is, and it's hard to focus on, like, paranormal when your world is fucking scarier than the paranormal. Like, we can't even, like, I, so I live in Illinois, and J.B. Pritzker Fat sucks. piece of shit. That oily fucking boot licking turd oh, he's so fucking gross he uh he, he basically i think he's going to be recalled and part of it is for his overreach <laughs> he's like bad meat he's going to be recalled oh <laughs> oh he's like a three a three three week old hot dog laying in the sun <laughs> oh so like this guy He's going to be recalled partly because the the unemployment system here is completely fucked. Truth. Like everybody who is trying to call in, the, you know, because a lot of people are unemployed because we shut the country down. You call, 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 never talk to anybody. It just keeps telling you that the the, the circuits are overrun and call back later and it kicks you out. I mean, to Donald Trump's point, that's why he did not want to do it with the old vintage antique deprecated software systems he wanted to just give a fucking check from the federal government right but you know at the end of the day um i wasn't giving a fucking check that's for fucking shit um and i wouldn't have taken it anyway i would have ripped it in two i don't take fucking government handouts fuck go fuck it's yourself it's not really a government handout it's your money they took it they stole it from you through taxation which is theft fuck taxation it's theft 
So, guys, we're going to talk about the paranormal. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's ghosts around here or some shit. Right? Uh, so, here's the thing. We've been talking about doing this episode for a while, but we thought that it would be the perfect opportunity to do it because ghost season is a little, we're a little actually behind the schedule. Ghost, ghost hunting season starts usually in March, and we're already in June. And this is when the hotter months come, and it's even more miserable in these locations because but there's no air. But it's just now starting to open up for people. But it's now know? starting to open up because of the COVID fakeness farce that I, it was. I guess some some people started, you know, being able to do stuff in in March or in not March in May, and uh, you know, being Illinois, we're we're now in June. Yeah, and so as you're going out there and you're going to ghost hunt, um, there's some really cool gadgets that are out there but there's a lot of farcicals out there as well we are a traditional team we use traditional equipment and the number one being your gut and your mind and your eyes i'm well sorted on the gut part but you'll see things like the first thing we'll get into here is uh, well fabian you kick it off what's the biggest bullshit just goes go one by one I, let's do i'm going to give you one melmeter Total and utter bullshit. Piece of shit. Right. And the, it goes down to basic understanding on how radio waves work. And I don't know if you all noticed, but your cell phone's a radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, cell phone uh, or radio signals bounce off the atmosphere consistently. And it's measuring an electromagnetic field. Mm-hmm. Right? And electromagnetic fields can be emitted from literally hundreds of different things. And this goes to, it speaks to a larger issue at hand, right? Where we are observing something and then assuming that we can use the traditional methodologies that are current in the world today and measure, this, measure with any substance to the investigative role. So are you saying that a phone can set off a millimeter? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, daily. Don't they have EF- EMF blockers inside them? No. Well, they have blockers for themselves, but they emit EMF because of their tr- they have to. That's literally how it's so going to So what if you didn't have your cell phone on you and you use the millimeter and you're still getting readings? Then somebody within the next five miles has a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about milliamps that it's measuring. Milliamps, uh, if I shake that chain link fence hard enough, it's going to produce enough of a charge to make that EMI go off. And so who, where do we start getting, and me and Jeremy have been discussing this for four seasons now, as we enter our four seasons, approaching 5,000 downloads, because we have a cult-following audience, which we love, every one of you, all you girls are hot. I'm still single. I appreciate all three of you. I'm still single, and, and I've got mom. bad teeth. Anyway. And my wife. I'm on, so, t- I'm on Tinder. But put that out there. <laughs> swipe left. I'm on Bumble. Wait, is swipe left or right the thing on Tinder? Swipe right know. if you want it. Oh, swipe right. I swipe right on you. Swipe right if you want those tates. I do it. I do you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. That's never going to happen now. What just happened to that whole cherry? So when did we start believing that ghosts were made of EMF? What is what is where does this where does this originate? This comes from um, I believe in reading that it comes about twenty to thirty years ago that small paranormal teams started noticing 
um, <laughs> variations inside of a magnetic field. And it comes from the early parasciences that were really studied inside of universities, but it has been debunked several times. And most electrical engineers will tell you that what you're picking up on is what radios are usually tuned not to pick up on because it's so static. And just for the audience, because they've only heard you a couple times on the radio, on the podcast, you are a certified electrician. Yes, I am a licensed electrician in the city of St. Louis. Okay, so this, this then helps you. And Melmeter, actually, if, if, if I'm not, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but it was invented by a person who lost their daughter named Melanie. Correct, which is a sad story. It's a sad story. And the, really, the, the, the whole idea of electricity being a thing goes all the way back to Edison when he lost his son. He, he was real big in the, um, the spiritualist movement, and he believed that he could create a machine to, to speak with his son. And, th and then people just kind of drove with that throughout the centuries. Oh. And the, 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 the concept of it has evolved over, over the years, of course, to what we have today, from the K2 to the Mel meter to even the, even the, um, the spirit box. The spirit box is an interesting thing. And um, I work in IT. That's really what my, my thing. I work in cybersecurity. And in wireless technologies, <laughs> if you have a Wi-Fi repeater anywhere, anywhere, that um, radiant uh, signal is going to show up somehow, some way on your spirit box. Because we tuned Somehow, it. some way. Okay, sorry. That, that it's a little just, bit of babs for my bisexuality. Anyway, go ahead. And then it's just, it's just going to show up, right? It's just, it's, it, um, so going back to my point, if you're an investigator, these are just tools and methodologies that have been proven to be flawed, guys. The, the, there's, too much, there's too much pollution inside of the airways to justify that those pieces of equipment are legitimately picking up spirits. Mm -hmm. And what what I feel is is that if you're trying to help a family, right, like a true family that's being messed with some sort of entity of some sort, the worst thing you could do is bring a piece of equipment into a situation that they've bestowed their trust on you, but then for them later to find out that their you know Roku. <laughs> is really the one that's talking across the spirit box. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, do you have anything to add on that? Well, you know, I, I've, I've used it for years and years, but I think that, you know, you know more about this being an electrician than me, but I think it's still something that we could use, maybe not a millimeter, you know, maybe a K2, something a little cheaper, because one thing that we do know hundred percent is EMF causes hallucinations. So we could still use that piece of equipment to eliminate that possibility or to, you know, find that possibility that maybe this alarm clock that's sitting right next to their heads, you know, above a hundred milligauss and they're going to see some shit. There, there are, there are specialty tools that are designed to do that specifically. Um, in the European Union, for example, it is law that if your building has high EMF, they have to abate it because of the because of the dangers that have been identified through science, through 
through through medical science, it can cause significant neurological uh, neurological problems. So a lot of times, people when they're ghost hunting <laughs> are experiencing hallucinations, <clears throat> feeling sick. This is that Long Batten house up in Potosi, which is a bunch of crock of shit. Potosi, great location, awesome historics. It's not haunted. <clears throat> I've had this discussion with other paranormal groups, <laughs> long knockdown drag out fights. Uh, I've never experienced anything in Potosi. I think it's it's a great town. But there is a lot of EMF in some of those houses. And so when you're feeling sick, when you're feeling delusional, when you're starting to see stuff, it's coming from EMF poisoning. And, and this is something you can look up online. It's a real thing. It has all these uh, effects on people. And so this comes back to that idiot JD uh, with the God helmet. And what he's essentially doing is he's pumping EMF into straight into your brain. I would also like to point out real quick that if you suffer already from some sort of psychosis, or some sort of neurological disorder, putting that on your head will exaggerate the symptoms that you're experiencing. And I don't know if anybody's a medical doctor or psychologist on your team or on in your audience, but they can probably mostly attest to this, is that you're messing with something that should not be messed with and you already have a disorder. Mm-hmm. So going to your point, yes, yes, exactly. That's like the worst thing you could do. And to and, and it's and it's irresponsible, really. It is. It is I mean, the show they were on, the show that the guy was on was all canceled. It was terrible. No, nobody was tuning in. But the thing is, and one one of the reasons why is that it's. I think you said it earlier. People don't like liars. Yes. And that's what that shit is. It's lies. Yeah. And when, <laughs> it, here's a funny thing too. Just to add to this, and you guys can both do this. We've been ghost hunting, I think, equivalently probably for 30 years, all of us. When you have gadgets that, you said it earlier, that affect people's personality or family, and you are bringing in equipment that's not, I mean, even on our sidebar conversation today, I think you said something that was pretty brilliant, was we, we don't know. Right, <laughs> it goes, it, it goes, it, it goes with sensitives, and we could talk about that. Yeah, okay. it, it goes with sensitives. Like if you're, if you're a sensitive person, right, right, and you see something, okay. and I go or hey, feel something, or feel something, right, and I go, hey, Frankie, you know, Jimmy Hoffa's right next to you. Okay, you know, go okay. Where's he buried? You, <laughs> you take a picture, nothing shows up. Sure. So then, why does in most investigative reports does the sensitive show up saying, oh, you saw Jimmy Hoffa? What does that matter? That doesn't go into the investigation because you do not have any tangible evidence that, in fact, you saw them. You may, I'm not calling them a liar. Yeah. But I'm also not calling them truthful either because you, in an investigation, you're not there to prove that you're sensitive. Truth. You're there to prove there's a honey. Yeah. The funny so, thing, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the funny thing that, that stands the reason, too, is that when you have evidence, right, the strongest mm-hmm. evidence that you can have still in the court of law today. Um, is eyewitness testimony. Exactly. And pictures, tapes, records could all be admissible. Mm-hmm. When, when you look at, you know, from that standpoint, if you're like at the spirit box or EMF and the, and the stupid shit inventions that are, that are out there, like God helmets and stuff, you're doing something that's altering your state. So you're never really going to, and first of all, it goes talk- against the goes against the scientific method to begin with. Exactly. So and that's something that we can get into, the scientific mm-hmm. method. Is that because there's no control 
Correct. You have, you, one, you can't identify a control in something that you can't even quite even describe yet. Okay. Because everybody and their mother has an idea of what a ghost is. And there's what I think is a spiritual ghost. Somebody will go around as a demon, right? But that changes the context of what you're viewing, right? Right. Perception's reality. So then if, but that's like saying, hey, I see a car there. And you go, no, that's a bird. And then you come around, uh, Jeremy comes around and says, no, that's a cat. Right? That's, that's the equivalent of saying that. But in, okay, so then wh- who's right? We, we can't even identify that. We, yeah. we can't even make it to that step. Right. So to go and say, to, to, to go beyond that is dis- disingenuous. So that goes to the power of the first step of scientific method, observation. I can observe gravity affecting something. Right. I can observe an energy acting upon an item in, in air or inside of our environment dropping down to the ground. But to go beyond, but then you have to start describing it. How do you describe it? Everybody's got their own descript- descript- description of it. And it's, there's no way of repeating it. We have no idea how to get it to do it again. Right. It also, we wouldn't be calling it ghost hunting. We'd be calling it ghost finding you know, or Truth. ghost doing or something, right? Truth. I mean, the actual ghost hunting terminology is not even part of this. It doesn't make any science sense either. Oh, no, exactly. Well, what do you? How do you know where to hunt? <laughs> how do you know what you're hunting? I mean, you said it today when we were at the graveyard. You think that that's like the the least the least amount of places where it would be haunted? Well, yeah. If, we, if 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 we're going on the premise that hauntings are because of a psychological something happened, right? That probably happened not at the graveyard. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. except for the Fifi Cemetery, where a Civil War soldier was shot, a shoulder, soldier. Okay, I thought you said he was shot in a soldier. Right, but he he was shot in the shoulder. But then again, that goes to the to the the, the, the thing the, the the narrative that's been that we're going by is that 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 psychological event happened at that location. Right. Right. So it it. it you can't just go, oh, I'm going to go hunting at a, a cemetery. What are you going to do, find dead bodies? <laughs> exactly. I know they're so, there. <laughs> so what is, what is the next step within the science? So we have observation. <clears throat> I'm going to go to my trusty Google, and okay. I'll bring it up again. Um, give me one second here, guys. So the, 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 whole, the whole shtick, right? Um, and this is something I think that our, our brothers in the in, – brothers and sisters over at the major news, uh, major TV networks are, are not being quite, not doing it right. And, it, and it's showing the public, we're showing our ass on TV every fucking night. The majority of people see it as, a, as oh, entertainment. Sure. This is not real, right? But, and then there's the other half like us. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. We've all observed something. We right. all know it's there. Yes. So what is it, right? Yeah. And it's not, it's not an answer of whether there's life and death. For most of us, we agree that there, there, is, a, there's, there is a life after death. Mm-hmm. It's defining that a life after death. And religions try to do that. Philosophies have tried to do that. Well, why, not can't, why can't the scientific method do that? And here, let me bring this up. So we've, we've, we've now observed something, right? So... Now we have to ask ourselves a question. What is it? Right? What did we observe? Did we observe 
uh, fluctuation in heat. And that's why we have now some sort of vaporous apparition. Or you hear a lot about the cold, cold spots. The cold spots in houses. What did, what did the AC just kick on? And a lot of these old houses, ACs did not exist when they were built. Right. So if you got a cold spot in the middle of summer. Right. It, it could be a chance that the house was designed to have airflow increase that way or or it's or it's or it's built in a direction that they know air generally comes from right that way they have airflow through their house in the middle of the night through different windows through different windows and shit like that yeah and transoms and god knows what else right the these people weren't going to sit in a house that's completely boarded up and, and sealed like we have the modern house today if the modern house today you pull the ac out of it it's going to fall apart in a year how many of these old houses have had no ac for almost over 100 years and they're perfectly fine truth so they were they went in with the intention of never they didn't even know what an ac was they knew that 100 degree weather is going to suck so they, they intentionally designed these old houses to have these yeah. drafts i mean we were driving in the 62 catalina about yeah. 91 degrees outside me and you yeah exactly and we're, imagine, i mean we were being in a fucking it. suit right yeah now. Being, being in a fucking <laughs> suit driving down the road with the 91 <laughs> degrees and you're the kids screaming in the back yeah <laughs> fucking crazy you know it's fucking nuts yeah. and then you, you so you you ask you ask yourself a question hey what the fuck did I just watch? What did I see? Right. And be, be analytical. Be truthful. The, the worst fucking thing you could do is lie. But this is well before you make a machine to measure it. Because you still don't even know what the fuck it is. How yeah. are you going to measure it? <laughs> so, what's, what's, so what's the next stage then? The next stage after you've done ask the question is how you measure it. Okay. All right. How do I measure it? How do I once because once you've asked a question, you've defined it. You've defined what this thing, this uh, thing about Bob is. Right. Something you experienced, something you had. Right. You know, it went up the staircase. You're mm-hmm. trying to understand like why, why it's doing it. Well, I mean, it's beyond that. Like you, you've you've already done identified that it is um, it's a ghost for the sake of action. Um, Apparition or entity. Entity. Or, yeah. Right. You know it's a ghost. Right. We. All right. And let's say for the argument, for sake of arguments, you've also observed energy fluctuations in your house at the same time that you've seen this spirit. All right. Well, shit. Then I can probably measure this using the same traditional methodologies of electrons and neutrons. Sure. Or photons. Right. But the problem is we've been observing ghosts for five to six thousand years maybe more all of human all of human history is littered with this with the undead coming back of some way shape or form so charles dickens to now right so you okay so we're going to use a machine that measures electromagnetic waves on a spirit that it has been documented to exist for five thousand years electricity didn't even exist they had no even concept of it. Not that it didn't exist. We just had no concept of it. We didn't know how to produce it. Yeah, we had the Baghdad battery. Right. So, okay, fine. But these ghosts don't just appear in thunderstorms either. They're there. Well, they're always there. Either they're always there or they're not there at all. Right. Or they never were there to begin with. And it, you're thinking it's a choice at that point of them to review? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it, or it's, you know, it could be what Einstein... Think uh, it's that spooky science where we are witnessing just another dimension. So I'll, we'll share. I'll share a story that me and 
Jeremy experienced recently uh, with a guy by the name of Gary Pontiac, which is what we gave him the nickname. <laughs> we are sitting in the garage. We're doing a podcast. And we hear this white lightning go by. Now, for those of you that don't know what a white lightning is, Jeremy can explain for you what exactly a white lightning is. It's a late 70s Trans Am driven by, uh, oh man, I can't remember his name, in uh, Dazed and Confused. It was white with the blue. And so they nicknamed it White Lightning. So when I saw that one, I was like, damn, that's White Lightning. So, yes, Trans Am, about a 78 um, Trans Am. Year of my... uh, your birth establishment yes he came by he saw one of our pontiacs 62 catalina which actually houses the year of my birth the 77 fire chicken inside the in the engine bay um so when you when he came by he'd he'd buzzed around again and so me and jeremy waved him in we bring him into the garage had this detailed conversation about all the cars he's owned the gtos and everything and really cool guy doesn't have a lot to say, but what he does say is very pertinent to the conversation. Starts talking about, you know, the GTOs that he's had, stuff that he sells. Well, and this is a true story because we went on a wild goose chase today. We never found, he gave us directions. So to he his tells place. us, he says, Hey, I got a TH400, which for some of you guys don't know what a TH4 turbo 400 transmission transmission. Transmission. Oh, dude, Claire. It's um, a be a And he says, uh, well, you guys like Pontiacs and stuff like that. I got a TH400. It's a great transmission, by the way. It's actually in our... It's a little turbo. It's actually in our fucking um, Pontiac. We have one. He says he can't get it right. He's going to rip out the torque converter. But he, we can have the body. We can rebuild it, whatever we want to do. So me and Jerry jump at the opportunity. We say, well, fuck yeah. We're going to fucking do this. But there's something... There's something a little interesting about the situation. He's, first of all, he's an older guy, but he's wearing an Aerosmith shirt. And the car was actually in really, really fucking good shape. Um, like Pretty it looked close to perfect. Pretty close to perfect, yeah. Like, literally drove it off a showroom and had it for a year. It was kind of the condition of the car. Okay? Um, he gets into his car. Car won't start. So we try to jump it. I use a battery pack. Battery pack doesn't work. Jeremy rolls his Jeep around, jumps the car, jumps it, fine, he takes off. Before he takes off, he says, hey, come by, come by the place, grab a transmission. I'll just give it to you. I'm like, really? You don't need money or anything? No, 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 no. I just got to get rid of this stuff. I got a lot of stuff. I live the last left out of town. Go all the way down for six miles, you'll see a big white shed. Can't miss it. It's by the hedges. Well, that was about two weeks ago. And so me and Jeremy you know, did the thing with you today with the seats. All the seats are getting done at Pro Stitch in Blue Mound or Taylorville. Um, so Pro Stitch. Pro Stitch. Pro Stitches. Pro. If you want stitches in your pro, go to Pro Stitch. He loves VWs. He does love the Volksies. Um, so he's doing all the interiors in all our cars. But on the way home, I'm like, fuck, man, let's go get that fucking transmission. Well... We go down, you're in the fucking car with us, mm-hmm. and we all ate Taco Bell, so I had to shit. Um, but before I shit... It was disgustipating. <laughs> it was a shit-a-terry. Um, um, it was a dissin' shit-a-terry. 
He died of dysentery trying to cross the Kansas River. He sh- <laughs> he died with one boot and dysentery. This <laughs> 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 uh, is like the impression fucking show. Anyway, so we're driving around like a bunch of batshit fucking guys looking for this fucking guy with a house. And I've asked locals, hey, man, this guy named Gary has Pontiac, stuff like that. No, I never heard of him. Now, this is fucking Blue Mound. Blue Mound, just to give, put it in perspective, it's in the middle of cornfields and soy fields. There's 1,200 people total. 1,200. That's people. about, everybody fucking knows each other. <laughs> it really does. I've asked numerous times people at the Casey's, the gas station here, which has really good pizza, um, for some strange reason. Maybe it's because it's Illinois, but I don't know. But the idea that nobody knows, so basically we drive around, we find absolutely nothing. There's no sheds, there's no hedges. Hedges? You're in the middle of fucking cornfields and like fucking soy fields. Like, there's no houses with hedges here. So it starts getting me thinking, like, well, in your opinion, where is Gary, which we get named him Gary Pontiac, which is now what we believe is a ghost. I go into Casey's. There's two guys sitting in there. This is a fucking true story. I want to take a shit. I went in there. There's this fucking hot cowboy-looking guy. Like He's fucking maybe, I don't know, 28, 29. Really good-looking guy. So I'm definitely going to talk to him. Um, I'm like, you look like you know the town. He's like, yeah, I've been living here my whole life. He's actually actually mentioning, because I said, well, I'm looking for this guy. He lives at the first left out of town. He's like, oh, yeah, by the cemetery. And I'm like, yeah, by Bethel, which is where we went today. Which was a very strange cemetery. It was like in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He's like, what's his name? I said, Gary. He's like, Gary. He's like, the only muscle cars I know is the hot rodder right here down the street, which there is. Right. And he's right. like, there's a couple guys that own Novas right up the street in the sheds. There is. And he goes, if you down, go down a little bit further on the left, there's a big shed and there's a GTO in it. It's right on the left. That's probably what he meant. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that GTO in there. Right. It's a convertible. So I'm like, nah, man. He said it was six miles away. Well, I said, well, fuck, man. He's like, I'm, well, he's like, if you go next door to, you know, JD's hideout, mm-hmm. um, it's a cool little bar in Blue Mound. Really nice. Really sweet. Um, there's a girl named Melissa. She's a bartender there, server, and she knows because she lives out that way. She might know who this guy is. As I'm leaving, the older guys in line said, he's like, I knew a Gary, but he died years ago. I said, what are you talking about? He said, oh, he died in a car accident. I said, you know what car it was? He says, I don't know what car it was, but I do know it was a Pontiac. And he doesn't spell his name. He says, he says the tricky about, the reason why I remember that is the old man said he doesn't spell Gary like everybody else spelled it. And that's fucking true because Jeremy asked him that. Right. I remember you asking him, does he spell it with a double R? So, real as day, wouldn't shake our hands because of COVID. So, we never actually touched him. Yep, I tried to. And he pulled away. Yep, I tried to shake his hand. And never I mentioned COVID, it, but then we mentioned COVID. Oh, yeah, man, COVID. Because I asked him if it spelled it with a double R, because that's how my dad spells his name. That's why I wouldn't forget his name, because it was Gary. No, it could be exactly. Now, it could be coincidence that this, I mean, Pontiacs were very hot cars. I mean, they are the ones that started the muscle car revolution. 100%. GTO, 1964. There's, there's, that is the revolution. That's the beginning. 
fact, Pontiac, every GTO is coveted. Even the ones in the 2000s they made, they're coveted. Those ones are fast as shit. Fast as, he knew so much. Like, he even told us at one point he's probably owned every car at one point in his life. And then he started, like, when, when, you, when you hear this guy in the gas station, I come back to the car, I'm like, wow, fuck that. So the reason why I got back in the car with you guys and I started looking for it, because I didn't want it to be real. But right. we went back out. And then what did we do? We fucking chased every goddamn cornfield there was. We didn't find nothing. There is no house. There is no house six miles from here on the left. There's none. There's no sheds. There's no Pontiacs. There's no muscle cars within the reach of six miles from here. Out of town toward your left is a cemetery. And that's what the young kid told me. You didn't tell us that second part about the the guy telling us. The old timer? Yeah. Yeah. You held that one close to pocket. I did because I wanted to do it on the podcast to get you guys' reaction, but also because I wanted you to know why I went back out there to look for it and why I try to do everything. Because remember, I, I started heading out the town the other way, and you're like, turn right. around, try this. It doesn't exist. Like, I full-on believe that this guy was racing up and down the streets, and he was racing up and down the streets in this white lightning. And I even have a fucking picture of the car. Yeah. And he's not in it, is he? He's not. Was he by it when you took the picture? Yes. He was standing right by it. He's not in it. Even I sent it to my friend Nat, and he's like, I'll buy that right now. That's exactly the car I'm looking for. And I said, I'll make an offer to him. I said, would you part with it? He's like, no, I can't part with it. He did. He did say that. Yep, can't yeah. part with it. Why can't you part with it? So I got goosebumps, like, the whole time driving like trying to look to make sure that this I is remember him getting, like, quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole time I was outside because shit wasn't like, yeah, you even kept asking me what's wrong with me. And I'm like, because it frustrates me the fact that like, for me, it's not like the movies. I think that when you have, and this is a totally true story. You can actually go to my Instagram or my Facebook where I posted actually the white lightning. That's the actual ghost car. That's what I'm calling it, but he's not in it. And we posted it on Facebook. We, we have pictures of it. And th- the fact that the car was dead and we had to charge it was even weirder. Like, the whole experience was fucking strange. Like, like Sarah was there and then she wasn't. She kind of left. Yeah. Um, and Did you get a vibe off them? I never, I never asked her because I never even considered that it wasn't real until we started joking about it today i thought it was all a joke yeah today we started making up gary pontiac the story yeah. of the, the alleged the muscle car gary pontiac and when that old timer said i knew a gary a long time ago but he died in a car accident around these parts i said do you was it a, was it a white lightning he's like i don't know about that but i do know it was a pontiac and which would have made sense too because once again if this was a long time ago, like wearing an Aerosmith shirt for an old guy, I'm sorry, dude. It was weird. Like, because I commented on the T-shirt too. He's like, "Yeah, I don't really know who this is. I just put on a T-shirt this morning." And I'm like, "Dude, it's Aerosmith. Everybody knows Aerosmith. Aerosmith, has, you know, been around for four decades. But at the same yeah. time, like, '72, I think, is when uh, Dream On came out. Exactly. And you got what '70 fucking GTO, '72 GTO." Pontiacs, 
the muscle really the end was right there. Seventy two was really the last year that muscle cars made their made their move. Seventy three, seventy four, forget it. Emissions, all this bullshit, Ralph Nader and his bullshit cock sucking fucking fucking Oh God, I hate oh. that. Ralph Nader. Got rid of our 110 octane there and make your teeth just fall out your fucking head. Um, but it was an interesting delight to data, but like, now the odds, once again, this is coming back to you said what you said earlier. We don't know. And this is highly suspicious. And the guy could exist. And he just gave us the wrong direction. But at the very least, the story of Gary Pontiac is very fucking strange. Who offers free car parts, number one? I have never in my life... I mean, we talked to the guy today. It's always something for something. Um, I'm kind of fiberglassed, but I'm going to put this out there. Put, speak closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. I'm going to put this out there. The, 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 the thing with the paranormal, and it's, it's not that I don't believe. And for hundreds and millions of people, it's not that they don't believe. My gripe is with the scientific label that people put on it without having the evidence to do such a thing. Mm-hmm. We're studying the paranormal. We're studying, we're studying religion. We're, we're, we're trying to prove life after death. And that's hard to do without having the context to do it in. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's, 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 that's pretty much the, the shtick, the, 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 what I'm trying to get to with understanding that the equipment that's being designed is being designed around nothing. It's a, it's a guess. It's a shot in the dark at best. And whether there, there has been, how do I put this? There may, in fact, be some legitimacy to it, but you have no proof to even pro- to say there's legitimacy to it. Mm-hmm. How, how do you know that's real? You're not measuring anything. You're measuring what would be considered noise in the radio world. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not a foregone conclusion to say that, hey, we're picking up Grandma Joe's down the, blo- down the block's Wi-Fi while she's watching Netflix. There's... I mean, that's that's my that's my thing with it. Now, as far as the story today, yeah, I've heard that's that's a common thing. That I I'm almost positive one of your audiences has a similar story. Not the ghost car, but you know it goes back to the urban legends of the what is it, the teenager or the uh, prom queen on the road taking a ride because she's hitchhiking. Let me tell you something. If had had I walked into Casey's that gas station, which I go to almost every day to grab coffee or Gatorade or or, or donut or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, had I, I had done that um, prior, if I'd asked those guys prior to me taking a shit, I probably would have shit my pants. Because when he said, well, I knew a Gary, but he died years ago. You're way too young. It freaked me the fuck out. Like, I wasn't the same the rest of the day. Because then everything, it was kind of like one of those fucking M. Night Shyamalan movies, the one that actually had, like, a real plot. Um, where everything starts flashing back. Yep. And you try to remember the conversation. And then everything started coming back to me about that conversation me and Jeremy had. We never talked about anything present. Why couldn't there be ghosts present? No, like present, like today. 
Yeah. Nothing about our conversation with him. It was mostly him talking about all the cars he had owned, had wrecked, had had issues with, but he was a Pontiac guy. And when he was buzzing down the street, he never stops if we don't wave him over. Like, we invited it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Normally, in in a... And essentially what, 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 what today, what we would consider a residual haunting, right? We're invited to see something. We're invited to have a spectacle that everybody has seen before. Oh, have you seen White Lightning? Have you seen the Trans Am? And, and this, this occurs um, in Maine with a boat. There's a boat that gets lost in a storm. And if seafaring captains see that boat, they usually don't go off the dock because if they do, they know they'll sink. It's um, I'm forgetting the name of that boat, but you can actually look it up. It's a, it's a it's a it's a boat. It's a ghost boat, and if you see it, um, it's a bad omen. It's a bad omen. Truckers have the same thing with the black dog chasing the black dog, something to that effect. Yeah. When you see that dog, pull your ass off that road. Something bad's about to happen. Yeah, there's like these residual things that come out. And it wasn't, it was just like, I think that, what I'm trying to say is it doesn't always have to be like, I think Hollywood romanticizes and horrifies this idea that all ghosts are just fucking scary. And oh, fucking that's, that's, a, that's a biggest load of bullshit. They're, right, and it's like if if, you, if ghosts are if okay, let, let let's assume that ghosts are real. We've proven them; they exist. Right, ghosts are the spirits of fallen of of human beings. Why would you think that every ghost you meet is grandma an asshole? <laughs> yeah, they didn't choose to transition. You know, it, and that, and I don't even think that's real either. I, there's there's no transitioning. We're all part of the same world. We're just looking at it from a different part of the glass. Right. I think right. the other thing to that, too, is, like, you know, as in life, so in death. If you have free will, and, and, and if you do believe in a charismatic God, like I do, God gives us free will. Oh, So yeah. why would you not have free will in death? You do have free will in death. Absolutely. You have, you have absolutely all of free will. You can stick around, go to another planet, do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. Um, so if you want to hang out and see what happens to the world, I think it's fucking cool. You have backseat you know front row tickets to the end of the world mm -hmm. which is probably what we're experiencing in 2020 because uh, if you look at if you look at the year 2020 in and of itself and you know and jeremy can speak to this too but there is this it's the strangest year because normally we have like 9-11 and it's fucking terrible right and we have challenger and it's fucking terrible and but this year it feels like the heartbeat, right? Because in, 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 in the New Testament, in Apocalypse, in Revelation, we talk about birth pains. We talk about how the, the signals get closer and closer and closer, where evil and the dead are rising. And the dead in, first, and the dead in Christ rose first. Do you believe that there's... An increase of paranormal activity yes. in 2020. 100. And I think that it's it's becoming more vivid and it's becoming more real. So much so that the story of Gary Pontiac 
is so vivid that no one in a million years would have thought that guy was a ghost. But the only thing that's six miles to the left is a cemetery. And if you if you're out here yeah, now, yeah, that church. Yep. Yeah. If you're out here, and you do that drive from Jeremy's house, six miles to the left is a cemetery, and that's when things like when I was sitting on the steps today, I was just kind of writing, like, "Holy fucking shit! Did we just have like the most?" And we've been ghost hunting for years, and we've both seen stuff and through the corner of our eyes and shit. But did we experience something that was so radical, so vivid, that we didn't even think it, it was? It was so weird now. Really think, what, yes. Because, like, That's he wouldn't in pull in the driveway. Yep. Like, he was almost stopped in the, he was, the car was hanging out in the street. Uh-huh. It was, you know, he wouldn't touch hands. Uh, you're right that we really only talked about him and the old cars that he had. Uh-huh. Didn't care about too much about the Chevelle because it's a 69, but he did care about the 62. Didn't, didn't care, care about, about the truck. Didn't care about the C10. Uh, definitely didn't give a shit about the Audi or the, no. the Wrangler. Didn't care. But here, here's where I'm getting to, Fabian and, and Jeremy. And I've always thought this. I think that you can connect better with ghosts if it's familiar. An Audi is not going to make a ghost stop, but a 1962 Catalina would because it meant something to them. Because he, he had one. He had one, and he said he'd buy it if he could. I'd he buy did. it right now if I could, but I can't. And it gets even more creepier the more... You think about it because we always think about ghosts being this person that appears and then vanishes. We always think about this ghost that comes around the corner and it's a shadow. Every story you hear is something that's constantly repeated and regurgitated. But what if for the last fucking 50 years or 100 years that we've been seeing ghosts, we haven't realized that they are fucking ghosts? That was a little weird. I'm willing, and I've said this before, I'm willing to bet that you've talked to a ghost before and never realized it. 100%. Never realized it. Um, This happened to you, though. What do you mean? Did this not happen to you, something very similar, where you're sitting in a diner? Oh, we don't want to get into that. Yeah. um, We'll get into that in another episode. I forgot. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, yeah. It happened to a friend. Okay. It happened to a friend, and he was sitting at a at a restaurant, and he was waiting for someone. And this gentleman sits down and starts talking to him. And he's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Starts having the conversation. And the this uh, my friend orders fucking food for this guy, and he orders food for himself at this restaurant. That's because they're both vets, right? Yeah, yeah, because they're both vets, and. Fucking, I forget what happens, but the dude, my friend gets up, goes to do something, comes back, sits down, and the guy, uh, the guy said something where he's going to go to the bathroom as well, and the waitress comes back, and he goes, when's your guest going to show up? Well, and my friend's like, well, he's fucking been here. 
you fucking brought him water. You brought him fucking things. And she goes, I didn't see shit. Now, <laughs> it's it, it's like one of those things that, yeah. you, you know, you come to the realization that... Cause then, it's didn't one your, of those life moments. But didn't your friend, like, then recall that he... He did say something weird about like the way he spoke, right? Was like, about because he asked him like what war he was in, right? Yeah, he asked him like what kind of war it was in, and he starts talking about Vietnam, right? Which they're old, right? I mean, my dad was in Nam too, and he would be he would be seventy, and he was one of the later generations of the Vietnam. Yeah, my war. dad was drafted, and my dad was born in forty seven. Yeah, my dad was born in fifty, so he went in in sixty eight. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's like towards the end of the war already. Yep. You know, you're, you're yeah, probably like five. 70, 72 or 73. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're almost towards the end of the war. So this guy was old. And it was just the way he spoke. And my, my friend being a veteran, he's like, wait a minute. These fucking years didn't even exist. What the fuck are you being stationed in Saigon? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's fucking not even, that's not even, that's Ho Chi Minh City today. What the fuck are you doing? You know? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, it was those weird things. Like, you just catch, like, wait a minute. This guy fucking with me? I don't know. It's... When it comes to the paranormal, or when it comes to ghosts, they're just normal people every day. And I think you hit the nail on the head where you said that they're probably going to be interested in things and be more than likely to talk to you. Um, I think we can all share kind of experiences like that in some way, shape, or form. From, I mean, think, they, think about it, though, Fabian, right? It's never new homes that are haunted. That's not true. Well, entity-wise. Well, um, what do you mean? I've heard of cases where new homes where entities have come in, stuff like that, I think. You know, it's been a long time ago, but remember when me and you yeah. did that one case in St. Charles? Mm-hmm. With the cats that have fucking attacked me? Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't know what kind of those. Was those that like cats a new town me. or something? Was it a new home? No, it was um right off. What is it like? What was it a K and something? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, so a new home development. Oh yeah, it was a new home development, and this home it was owned by one, a district attorney. Yes. Yeah, this home was owned by a district attorney, so it's not like you know some schmo, um, and uh, we caught the chandelier uh, rotating by itself. And picked up on some noises. It was it was it was a pretty freaky house. Um, but yeah, to, to that point, yeah, new homes can be just as haunted as anything else. True, I mean, but in in this in the, I mean, it could be a haunted object at that point. It could be something they brought with them. True. I'm what I'm trying to say is that like the historic story. Of oh a yeah, the house, old house being haunted. And right, stuff like like everything that. it's old, it has to be haunted. Right, right. But it's also familiar. But I think that when you add these elements of somebody that this person is just like driving down random streets but crosses us twice. Here comes the train with all the ghosts on it. Because there is no train in this town anymore. Not strange. Yeah. Anymore. Um, there is. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I and maybe we're totally wrong. Maybe he'll show up one day and I'll be like, here's your fucking transmission. But I thought it was odd. That he would offer a transmission, and the, especially a TH four hundred. Those are not cheap. No, the Those more are not the, cheap. The more the more we discuss it, the more we talk about it. The weirder it gets. Yeah, actually, you know what? Edit this part forward. There's been a weird feeling about that fucking guy with the way you guys been talking about him all day. 
and has been bugging me the fuck out since I got home. Something about the feeling of that dude. I, I never met the guy. But the more you guys talked about it, something like started to click in my mind about shit. Like, it's not fitting right. So when I'm sitting out there on the front porch, like, there's a, like, it, like the, the entire environment of the house, everything, just changed when we got home. Like, did you get that? I don't know. Did you feel something weird? Like, something's off. Yeah, I felt completely weird. I've kind of felt off all day. I'm really, you know, I make the joke that I'm insensitive on multiple levels a lot. But it's kind of true, especially when it comes to stuff like that. Um, but I've kind of felt off all day. It's you know. just been like a weird day. Like the, the day went really fast. I remember getting up in the morning and dropping the seat cushions off. And then I don't know what happened after that. I mean, we pulled that. We pulled the one seats yesterday. Yeah. And literally the seat that we took out today was two bolts. We were at my parents for like... 10 minutes you know i think i talked to my dad for five minutes or so so we were probably there a total of maybe 15 minutes i mean we did we did go to the shop and then have to kill some time but yeah i don't even remember all that like remember i did a presentation like i just felt like the whole day was just like a blur this complete the scariest thing that this story entails is the is the the fact that he never gives us an address? Who the fuck doesn't give you a street number? No, he was like, it's it's uh, we got hedges. There's a big barn. None of my cars sit outside. You know, just come over. We'll talk cars, and you can have this transmission for free. It's, he There's said, no fucking hedges out there, bro. Dude, we drove around everywhere. Yeah, yeah there's nothing like that. I, I, I think, not that I think, I, 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 it's just been a, a weird, it, it felt like, I think that we were just like in this, like, twilight zone. We've been on autopilot all fucking day. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And it's been, I noticed it between you two guys, when we were out there, that you, you guys shut down. Like, it was... And it wasn't like we did a whole lot of shit. It wasn't like we're underneath the fucking car, yanking on shit or nothing. And as we were looking more and more, it got worse and worse. But here's here's the fucking kicker. When we got home, we made it back here to Jeremy's house. There was a vibe change. A massive vibe change. And you, like the, 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 not the huspa, the, uh, the, 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 the live, the, like every house has a soul. Have mm-hmm. you heard that term? Yeah. The soul of the house turned negative. Like that. Man, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to say that the experience was negative. I think that if it is paranormal, it was awesome. No, 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 not negative. Not like the, the spirit's negative, but, and, and I'm using new, negative in the context that the positive. There was a vibe change. Right. In the po- that there was a positivity when we left. And then it's not there anymore. That's the, that in that context, not right. that there's, you know, saying you know, hanging out inside the house. Exactly. But the, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I don't, I don't want to drag this out because you know, but I just feel it was a super weird, super weird experience. Because you, 
so th- if you're out there and you're listening and you're driving alone. And if you know Gary Pontiac. <laughs> if you know Gary Pontiac. Or Joe I, Exotic. But I, I think that there's this level of... of Like, even I, I keep remembering the conversation, and I'm like, well, you know the show out in Pontiac? He's like, I didn't even know there was a Pontiac, Illinois. You know, and how do you not know that? Like, but I don't know, man. It's just like this. So it's like you said, it's possible that many people have had experiences like this before on a train, on a plane. And there's something on the wing. Yeah, but like I mean, being serious, I mean, there's a, there, there's a, there's a real. It would blind. It, you would never know, and that's what I'm saying. Well, I've never seen a ghost before, but maybe you have. Well, this is it's it's slightly different, but very much like the story of Resurrection Mary, hmm. where the hitchhiker. And you pass the pass the graveyard, and there. I mean, we covered know, that last year with the, the bridge, the should, bridge stories. Maybe we should go back to that graveyard, get out, and see if we can find a first name Gary. That would make sense. I'm willing to do that. Right you know, now, like, you want to you want to go right now? Well, I wouldn't do it right now. Well, why not? I'm a little tired, but. Why not? You know, like I'm game. I don't think any, we're. Si- I live so far out in the middle of fucking nowhere. There ain't no police gonna bust us for being in a graveyard at, at what is it, one thirty? Yeah. Plus COVID. You know, I've already heard from friends of mine that they're basically not pulling people over. <laughs> you know, just because. You know, you gotta be like robbing a liquor store and, and writing a bad check to get pulled over. Well. To all our listeners out there, if you've had an experience like this or a very strange one, please share it on our Facebook or Instagram. Reach out to us because I think that this is probably getting more into season four uh, with paranormal stuff. But, you know, the idea behind a little bit of some gadgets, and we'll cover more gadgets um, that we believe are, are bullshit. And now, to Jeremy's point, the EMF is something that you should still have because you can actually rule it out that it's not paranormal, it's EMF. So I think that you do need to carry one as a permanent. I mean, even if you even if you're not using it, you know, like I've always. But K twos are bullshit because they're rigged. I've always kind of thought that you know sitting there and and worshiping the lights was kind of a bullshit thing, anyways. <laughs> I I you know I'm still you know on the fence, but I agree that being the son of a scientist, uh, there we don't really know. It's kind of I'm just making an assumption that. When there's EMF, the, you know, something can use that energy to manifest. Right off the top of my head, and I've used this example before, I only know of one thing that happened in a laboratory that, and it was never repeated, but there's that story of the entity, the movie, Barbara Hershey. And that's based off of a true story. No, what's strange about that is that I actually worked with Mike Tesh. Really? Advertising for three or four years, and he was married to Barbara Hershey. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> that movie, you know, great boob part. Yeah. She's you know. fucking hot. And but the the whole part about that that was real that happened because that's based on a true story is 
she had an attack that happened to her, the lady, right. you know, that this was happening to, while she was in a laboratory. And the one thing that they observed was that the background radiation went to zero. And that never happens. But the all the all the radiation meters went background to zero. <clears throat> For those that don't know, the Earth admits a, a baseline level, depending upon where you are geographically, a certain amount of radiation. Even your own body admits a certain amount of radiation. It can be picked up by a Geiger meter. For it to go to zero, there would have to be the absence of molecular movement. Like it would, the only way we can even closely achieve, from my understanding, and I'm not a scientist, correct me if I'm wrong, viewers, is when we make it to absolute zero. Wow. Which is what? Negative 300 and something. It's what? Zero degrees Kelvin? Yeah, zero degrees Kelvin is absolute zero. And from what I understand, we we don't even see that in nature. That's not a that's, that's not normal. Fun. When did this happen? <laughs> it, so the whole thing was in the seventies, and it's been a long time ago since I read it. But that's one of the things that has always stood out to me. And there's a movie. Yeah, based on yeah the, the real story. The movie's obviously based on it. But uh, that's what's the, the movie called? The Entity. Oh, shit, I never saw it. It's a good one. It's one of those, you know, me and Sarah watch all these horror movies, and for for some reason I can get her to watch any shitty-ass, D-rated, you know, not bagging on Lloyd Kaufman because I love that shit, but I can get her to watch shitty-ass movies. I can't get her to watch, like, old-school badass movies. And when I finally do, like, I twisted her arm in the Rosemary's Baby not too long ago. She's like, that movie's awesome. I'm like, no shit. It's Roman Polanski. No shit, that movie's awesome. One of my favorite directors of all time. Pedophile. Um, so, yeah, that's our show about Gary Pontiac. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, any anything really if you want to share a story or be on the show reach out to us on instagram that's where you can find us over 550 followers doing pretty well on downloads thanks for all your support and um, also yeah. not to interrupt franklin uh you know i think we're probably gonna head out to that cemetery tonight and see if we can find his grave why not Ooh. how weird would that be probably won't sleep yeah, that, I would say that's a solid assumption. So we're gonna go headstone hunting. And that was a that was kind of a big cemetery. Actually, what we can do is wait. What? That him. That wasn't him. Oh, that would have been so weird. I was like, what? Oh. What happened? He found something. That was weird. But it wasn't the right guy. I can remember what he looked like. Did it happen here? Yeah, it was an obituary. So weird. How did he spell Gary? It was G-A-R-Y. Because my dad's G-A-R-R-Y. And Greg is G-E-R-R-E-I-E. -R -R -E -E. 
Not him either. I'm having a. I'm thinking this this death probably wasn't very recent. No. No, I think it would have been in the seventies. Although, how weird would it be? <laughs> we roll out there. There he is in real life. Working on his car. You know, at least we at least and, we and get a transmission. And that's the reality. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, I wanted to send things. back a core so I can get a core fee. Right. The new transmission I bought for the show. <laughs> and turns out we might be. Oh man, it's creepy. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna try to wrap the show here. Uh, from all of us here at Graveyard Shift, <laughs> uh, we'll be we'll be seeing you. I'm Frankie Campbelletto. I'm Jeremy David King. We'll see you. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals pay a token fee. Rest in peace, the haunting spree. So hurry back, we would like your company. Be sure to bring your death certificate.